Welcome to Nutty Buddy Entertainment, and on today's episode, Brian joins me, and we talk about the finale of the Moon Knight Gods and Monster. We'll give a quick overview of the episode and what we thought of the series as a whole. We also talk about Multiverse of Madness, what we expect to see from the movie coming up this weekend. That's coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Welcome back, everybody, to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I am your host, Ryan, and on today's episode, we are going to discuss the final episode, the finale of the Moon Knight, Gods and Monsters, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Multiverse of Madness as far as, like, hyping it up. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, just just general thoughts on the trailer, what we think of what uh, the trailer revealed to us, and then we're going to both make our own wish list three things we want to see from the movie multiverse of madness so to do that with me today is brian brian's back again how's it going man i'm doing good man may the fourth be with you yeah it's may the fourth (laughs) yep yeah so uh speaking of that if you haven't yet heard it me and brian and a couple other guys got together and we did a rewatch uh, and review of Star Wars Episode 2, The Clone War, uh, Attack of the Clones, I'm sorry, Attack of the Clones, The Great, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and that is out on your podcast feeds right now. So you can go check that out if you're a big Star Wars fan. But we're focused today on the MCU, so let's get into it, Brian. You ready for the new Moon Knight finale? Yeah, man. Okay. Get well, into it. Well, let's do it then. Uh, what were your general thoughts of it? I, I really like the episode going off of last week where you had your concerns on it. It seemed like they 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was surprising when I looked at it, especially with most of them being at least 55 or so. So yeah, with end credits, you know, it was probably closer to like 36 minutes or something like sure. that. Um, but yeah, I, I was surprised how much they were able to do with it. And I, I really enjoyed the finale. It was a good way to wrap it up and give us a little bit of a really good teaser for next season. Um, so, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, um, for me personally, uh, it was okay. okay. I, I liked it, but I felt like there were some parts missing and obviously there's going to be questions because they're, they're setting up a season two. So not everything's yeah. going to be answered, but yeah. there are some things that maybe I'll run by you. And then maybe you could be like, Hey, this is what I thought of. It, and then I'll change my mind on some things, yeah. but I thought it was okay. I liked it. I didn't think it was rushed, which was part of my problem with some of the other finales. I felt like it was well-paced throughout the episode. That's the way yeah. I felt when watching it. And it kind of also just flew by at the same time. No. Oh, yeah. 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 And it had a really good end credit scene too. Yeah. 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 The action I felt was well done. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the specific things that happened then. Uh, Let's start with you, Brian. What is um, a a takeaway that you'd like to talk about first when it came to this episode of uh, the Moon Knight? Yeah. um, Mark was dead, technically. Yep. So, yeah. We were both kind of right. He had to bring balance to himself to, you know, make it through the um, field of reeds. 
Yeah. So so he left the field of reeds, right? Yeah. Into make, yeah, the but, yeah, what he went through yeah. with uh Steven last week, mm-hmm. he made it through and he found balance. And then yeah, he chose not to stay and go back for Steven. So yeah, it was it was interesting. He actually did die, but he got resurrected back by Khonshu. Correct. Um, so that brings me to two two questions I had about this episode because obviously um the hippo goddess, yeah, goddess, the 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 being. Um, was kind of like talking out of both sides of her mouth mouth early on in the episode, right? Like she was trying to get Layla to go help Mark and Kanchu. Mm -hmm. And then she was telling Mark in the field of reeds to like stay where you're at peace. And I I thought that was interesting. I'm like, so she's telling Mark one thing, but she's telling Layla another. So that kind of like, uh, contradict itself, if that makes sense. Did you see that too? Yeah, I, I think it was, um, for me, it seemed like she, when she was talking with Layla, Mark had decided to um, leave it. So she was then trying to help him get back. At that point, she gave him a chance to be like, you don't have to go back. You can be peace here. And you know, you don't have to worry about what's going on there. So I think for me, I thought when she was talking with Layla, it was after the fact and it, that was around the time when she was trying to help him escape through Osiris's gate. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but so basically they just didn't put it in order of no, the events in the episode. Then. Yes. Which it okay. was, it was kind of a little all over the place because, you know, when they had killed those guards on the road, I think that was the point when Mark was, you know, seeing those souls mm. coming through then. So it wasn't matching up exactly in the timeline. So you were kind of having to piece together when it was happening. So, okay, great point. Yeah, that's a good yeah. connection there. Okay, so then it brings me to sort of the second question, which I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but yeah. um, clearly uh, there is a third personality. We don't have to get into that part of it. So yeah. my bigger question is, is, how did Mark's heart balance when that personality exists? I think there's something with Jake where, or I think more of Steven and um, Mark, they didn't, at least Mark didn't know what he wanted with Steven. So he was trying to hide it. And I think him finding balance was more him finding balance with Steven and them together where Jake is not out of balance. He knows what he wants and what he needs to do. So he's the one that kind of comes out when like, you know, they mm-hmm. don't know what's what to do. So I, I feel like maybe there was conflict between Steven and Mark and, you know, for some reason, um, Jake really wasn't a factor in that. I, I'm not sure. That's that's what my thinking behind it was. Um, especially, um, yeah, when, when he was basically, when Mark was getting defeated by, um, Arthur, you know, he didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden he blacked out and then everything was taken care of from that point. So, yeah, which I was a little disappointed. We didn't get to see that personally. (laughs) Okay. What I, um, what's interesting is in the, so in like the end credit scene where it's going through the moons and stuff, and then it goes through these phases of the moon night. The first phase is him kind of mummy wrapped with like a crescent head. And then it shifts into Mark's 
like Moon Knight and then it goes into Steven's Mr. Knight. I wonder if Jake's is that first form that we mm. see where it almost looks like it's developing into Mark, but not quite. I was watching that last last week and then this week. I'm like, I kind of think that's like Jake's version of the suit when he has it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a little bit more into the Jake part of it, but yeah. So that was my other question. I don't know if I totally, you know, buy it because like, I got to imagine if you're judging somebody's life, you judge their entire life and the balance of it. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how his, you know, Jake's not involved in the process of that that balancing yeah. and finding peace and all that stuff that that sort of doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I can see where maybe where you're coming from, where yeah, it maybe also, the, yeah, it also brings into um, with uh, Arthur being, you know, his scales being, you know, unbalanced as well. I feel like there's kind of that turmoil within him of like, you know, what he was doing with Khonshu wasn't good. What he's doing with um, Ahmet is you know, for some reason, his scales are unbalanced as well. And that's why my thinking with Jake is like, he, he more so as we see in the end, like he obviously knows what he's doing and what he wants. And he's not really taking into effect what Steven or Mark wants. So it's kind of a separate thing of maybe just Steven and Mark were that unbalanced as well. So. Yeah, that's true. And, and the other thing is, is really Jake isn't, performing as far as we know he isn't doing outside of the anything out uh outside the order orders he's getting from Kanchu. yeah so Kanchu has already judged these people so technically i guess would he be doing anything you know wrong you know what yeah. i'm saying so maybe exactly. maybe 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 it doesn't affect his heart i okay yeah so he, uh, we get into the um, so let me let me start with something I guess I'm in was sort of intrigued by or kind of like and this this is part of why I thought the episode was okay so obviously mm-hmm. he gets the power of Admed he goes to the the temple of the gods and uh, Arthur does mm-hmm. and the avatars of the other five gods are there and then they like shift over to what Layla was doing uh. By, by the way, we were right that Arthur didn't care where Layla was. Remember, we talked about that yeah. last week. She like he didn't even care about that. Yeah. Um, you also were right about the the pendant. Uh, what, what's the it called? Penance. Penance. Yeah, with the glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were both kind of right. It's he was, you know, trying to do a penance thing. And then as well as. Um, oh, what what do I have in my notes here? I can't remember, but we were both kind of right with that. But yeah, he was. He was conflicted as well. So, yeah. So, so anyway, so somehow I, I admit like just takes these avatars out. No problem. And I didn't yeah. like kind of like that, oh, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Cause he switched his staff, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Yeah. That was that, cool. Like, yeah. Half axe, half crocodile head. Yep. And then he had at that point, I don't know. Does he have her powers now that he has her? But yeah, he basically shows up and like is able to just like use that and like overpower them, which he which he also said in the scene, like you gods are not um, you're not warriors or something like that. So he made it seem like they don't know how to fight or like could use power as much as he did. Um, But yeah, also, I was kind of like, did they did he kill 
them? The the avatars he killed. The I don't avatars. think he killed the see, the the beings. See, that was my only confusing part is because, you know, they wanted Ahmet to go into an avatar. And so then if they killed the avatar, they also killed her. So Oh, that's a good point. The the only difference is, is that she's being trapped inside of him, whereas it's not a loyal. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, um, because that's the other thing is like, uh, so the 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 what they said was what he said is you guys are judges, not warriors, is what he said. Yes. Yeah. But it is still five against one. And they have some sort of power, which we didn't get to see, which would have been really cool to like see each of their individual no, powers. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, we'll talk about Layla, but like we see that avatars like give their, I mean, uh, these, these gods give their avatars some sort of suit. Yeah. Yep. And none of them like put on any suits. You know I mean, what I'm technically saying? Osiris wasn't a suit. It's true. It's true. That's a, that's a fair point. But you know, like they're like, yeah, yeah. we're just going to fight like we are. No. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just because they, um, they didn't want to like fight. So they've never really had to, you know, give them any, cause it may seem like those avatars weren't doing what Kanshu was doing. So they didn't really give them any protection outside of, you know, what they needed to do to like fulfill what they wanted out of the world or something like that yeah so that was what they mentioned is like they gave us gave up on us right and then we yeah. we just we just got to do our thing basically that i think that was in episode three or four yeah. yeah yeah um so anyway so that was kind of a thing for me is like i just didn't understand the whole avatar storyline uh the the other gods avatar storyline i understand they wanted to trap Kanchu, and that's probably why they were there so they had to somehow get rid of the avatars. So they're like, oh, well, they'll just show up and we'll just get rid of them. And then nobody can ask about it. But I just thought, well, that's pretty weak for these powerful beings. I'm not saying that they should have beat on it, but it just seemed like she wasn't even released yet. This was before she was no, released. Yeah, that that is true. And especially because they said like in the chamber, their powers are, you know, even more so. Correct. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that was another thing I was like, ah, come on. I mean, like it, it was still fine. And again, like the action scenes they didn't have were pretty cool. But that was one thing that bothered me when we got to that part. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that um, Arthur wanted to die. Like he wanted mm. to get judged and like pass on. So I and also Kanshu kind of mentioned like, you know, this sinner, like what exactly did happen in his past that like made his scales unbalanced or something so arthur's yeah i imagine that um his working for Ahmet made his oh oh i see what you're saying okay because she wouldn't have unbalanced him for okay yeah that's a yeah. good point yeah because for Kanchu, he probably wanted him him dead because he was doing the work of Ahmed. but what what un unbalanced his scales. That's why I wish, you know, like we were talking last week, I wish yeah, we would have done some yeah. backstory or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, what did he do? Like a two minute scene of what kind of person he was before Kanchu or whatever. Okay. What's another thing that sort of uh, grabbed your attention or you'd like to talk about it in this episode? Um, Kanchu trying to get Layla um, to, you know, become the avatar, which we learned was him basically. <laughs> trying he didn't want that in the end but it was mm -hmm. interesting 
him trying and her just like being adamant that she wouldn't. I honestly thought like she would become the Moon Knight at some point, but they went in a different direction. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So that was one prediction that I, th- I think I had theory that she would don the Moon Knight costume yeah. for at least a little bit. You you thought maybe that she might just become the Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, neither happened. I thought that was the moment though. I'm like, okay, here we go. He's oh, yeah. she's gonna bring Moon Knight to Mark. That's what's gonna happen, and that didn't yeah. happen. So no. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately. Um, let's see here. Uh okay, so with that being said, with that scene though, it seems also still, and as the episode kind of played out and ended. We still don't know what the deal is with Kanchu, right? Like, we don't know if he's like a good or bad guy at this point. Yeah. Right. Because he's he's being deceptive to Layla and he's um, being deceptive to Mark. And he, you know, even though Mark decided to leave Arthur live, we you know, know yeah, he's 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 good in his own head, but he's exactly like Ahmet. Like he thinks what he's doing is good, but he's just using people for his own benefits. So, yeah, it's it's hard to like root for him. But even in the comic books, like you were never really rooting for Khonshu. Like he was always kind of playing both sides a little bit. So um, at a certain point, I'm pretty sure they come to like an agreement or something like that. So, yeah, that might happen in the second season then. I think so. I think, yeah, Mark and um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Steven, Steven, yeah, Steven are going to, yeah, find out about Jake and then they're going to, uh, yeah, switch him over to his side. And yeah, it's going to be three, three against uh, Khonshu finally. So, okay. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of nice uh, because I kind of just want him because like if you're going to use him for like Avengers stuff, he kind of has to comply a little oh, bit. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. which I yeah, I think they're going to hold this will be a way to hold him back from being in like the MCU universe a little bit longer maybe mm-hmm. until they come out with a second season. There's also like rumors and very, very loose rumors that they could MCU could be setting up different groups. Uh, one group yeah. might be the midnight Suns, Okay. Which is like, I think daredevil punisher, um, ghost rider and, uh, moon Knight. i think blade might be in there too so um yeah so yeah that would be that would make sense yeah if he was kind because yeah i was i was surprised that maybe like blade i thought maybe he would show up at some point um but yeah i was surprised he didn't come into this series because yeah he's kind of on the same level as like moon knight was, was going on so yeah yeah for sure and then um, I did think of you during one. I guess we'll get to it, but I did think yeah. of you during one part of the uh, fight scene where I'm like, this might upset Brian a little bit or, or can be like a little <laughs> frustrated. So oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. We'll talk about the big fight scene. <laughs> okay. okay. Another, another thing, any, any, um, what's um, another thing about this episode? Yeah, uh, ta- Tawaret, um, her kind of like foreshadowing of her, like scarab on the chest. And it was like, they were showing us right there that Layla's gonna like, you know, have her as well the entire time. And it's just like, uh, when I was watching the episode a second time, I saw that I'm just like, we, we could have seen it right there. Even when like Layla was in the like mental hospital scene, she still had like the little scarab on her, um, mm-hmm. like bandaid and stuff. And I'm like, she's, they keep calling her like the little scarab, like her father did, but yeah, that was some foreshadowing we missed in it. Well, that's a shame on us. Um, 
so her what's her hero name i actually looked it up before we started and i forgot it was like um something scarab um, i don't know her hero name exactly yeah, let me look it up was it like quick. the golden scarab or no it, it it was something scarab yeah i think um let's see uh because um so so you said that um she let's see that the hippo got uh torat yeah or whatever uh the hippo goddess yeah yeah i'll just call her the hippo goddess or the hippo uh she had a scarab on her chest right yes okay she did the scarlet scarab that's it scarlet scarab okay okay because okay because that kind of answers one of my questions which was although i'm not understanding where the suit still comes from um i i'm pretty sure it's like the powers (laughs) given from the uh the, the goddess no um, no no that oh that that i get um she's like a falcon though right i uh, know it's just like wings so you know how the scarab like the flying one that they had it had the wings coming off of it so it's like mm-hmm. a bug basically so i think right. those are basically like the wings coming off of it okay because it does look- kind of look like a falcon but yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like okay so it's a falcon and even if like in my mind, I was like, even if it was a scarab, this this, this is a goddess. She's a hippo. Why yeah. wouldn't her suit look more like the, the really bean? bulky? And yeah, well, or, or, or <laughs> like just a like a armor, like something like it could be. Some, I was thinking like um, like an, one of the like Eternals, like Icarus's armor, like just yeah. like, you know, well, I, that, yeah. that's what I thought. Maybe it, it could look something like that because she's well, she's representing a hippo. And I was like, why has she got what is um, Khonshu is he's a bird, right? Is he. Uh, what what kind of animal is Khonshu? Like, yeah, like, beak, a, yeah, yeah. So uh, that kind of like plays into like, why is it Mark like look more like a bird or whatever, something like that? Yeah, so. Right? The, the connection would be the moon, right? He's the yes, like exactly, the god of yeah. the, the moon or whatever, the night god of the moon. But so, yeah, is the goddess of fertility. fertility and something else. So, right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a it's a loose interpretation, but I think they kind of wrapped it in with obviously like her turret um, armor had that scarab on it. And like, that's what her garb was. So they kind of threw that in there as well. So. Yeah, I thought the costume was cool, by the way. I'm not oh, yeah. knocking the costume. Really cool. I, I was, was kind of like, surprised they didn't have like a mask or something to cover her face. Me too. But yeah, me too. But I... they needed to have that like little girl ask like, you're an Egyptian superhero so she could see her face. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. Well, they didn't really need to do that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, that, so that that makes sense then to me. That's the connection. I, I mean, like I was yeah. it was a little nitpicky, I guess, but I was just like, wow, what connection does a falcon have with a hippo? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the part I didn't understand. OK, um, let's see. Uh, well, let's talk about the fight. One, one of the things I really like about the because that's where we're about right now. We get yeah. Conchu. There and, was one oh, other thing I had a question about um, when Mark is in the field of reads and he's talking to Tarat he he says like she's like you can stay here and then he's like but what happens with steven and then she's like he's dead and then he says we need to go back for him 
And I thought at the time, maybe it was he was referring to him and Jake and not him and Tourette. I don't know. It. I was trying to um, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch because obviously they left him in that sarcophagus. So, but yeah, I found that interesting. Yeah, I, I, I would assume he was talking to um, the hippo because yeah. he they still didn't know about Jake. Um, yeah. So we get to the fight scene. Uh, the I thought it was super cool the way Mr. Knight and Moon Knight worked together yes. throughout the entire fight. Yeah, that was the, so fun. Like flipping through the um the suits was really cool, especially like Mr. Knight finally like fighting. His style was really cool. I enjoyed that. Yep. Uh, the uh, entrance of Layla was pretty cool too, where she yeah. kind of flew and like just like swan kicked uh. Uh, yep. Arthur. So he, he, here's another thing. So we know that um, uh, Amit's released. Why why didn't Arthur have a cool suit? I I had a note on that as well. I wish he would have had something, but I, I feel like um, Ethan Hawke was like, yeah, you ain't putting me in tights, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. They could have used like a, like a robe or something like that. Something yeah. like a robe type of style suit because he had that cane or whatever. So, yeah. So also part of it might be um, if we remember Layla visit that millionaire guy and he was supposed to be more in, in the series, but he unfortunately died in real life. And I wonder if they had not Arthur being the avatar, but maybe using the younger guy. And like mm. they had to kind of ixnay all that and kind of put Arthur in there instead. Um, I don't know if that was maybe because I was I was expecting him to show up because I think originally they were going to have him more in it. So. OK, interesting. That could be it. Yeah, I just I just I was just thinking, man, it would have been so cool if he had. A oh, no, 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, they gave him a cool staff, but it's like, can we get a cape or something here? Yeah, yeah, it's just something super cool. My my only gripe with the was the entrance into the fight scene. When Kanshu once again like does stuff with the the sky and makes you know the moon come early, that was my only kind of gripe with it. Is just like changing, changing everything in the world where people can see. It's like, uh, I hate when they do that. Well, so I thought of that because you know you mentioned that when um, they were turning back the sky. And how no Avenger in the universe was looking up at the sky and being like, yeah. hey, what's going on here? Um, so I thought of you in that part leading into when you have two big gods out there, um, Kanchu and Ahmed, they're just fighting each other, which was yeah. really cool. It was like it's, King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. But it's like I don't think humans can see them because when they had the um, what were those creatures that were running? Oh, the, that's uh, right. Library. Yeah. Those those jackals or whatever. Jackals. jackals yeah. yeah. So you couldn't see them. So I think it was the same thing with Ahmet and Kanchu. You know, you could probably see dust around the pyramids and all that. But as far as like not 100 feet gods <laughs> yeah no i buy that i buy that yeah. that makes a lot of sense no uh they were doing real world damage but so did the jackals yeah. and yeah and yeah okay cool okay um let's see a anything else uh that interests you in this episode yeah um the obviously we kind of talked about it mark black blacking out so we definitely know that it's Jake who's taking over at that point. And, you know, they have no um, no awareness of him. 
which is interesting at the end of the show when he wakes up, when Mark and Steven wake up in bed, they're still chained to the bed. And it doesn't seem like they realize that. So the entire time, is it more like Jake is trying to keep them locked hmm. up in there? I don't know. Could or or it could be because again this happens, but they don't like investigate what happened. Like even Layla mm-hmm. saw, and they're just like, okay, let's go do this thing, but then they don't like bring it up again. Yeah, you know. So is it like they're willfully ignoring what's happening? I I think so. It was yeah. kind of yeah, because it's it, kind of like Stephen. He was willfully ignoring like his mom and stuff, but that's what Mark brought him to do. So yeah. So so even like when he's still chained to the bed, there there's still part of them that knows this other personality is still around, right? Like and but yeah. they're 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 choosing to ignore it. Yeah. No possibly. Yeah. I it especially makes sense because if they're trying to, you know, do good, but like a part of them wants to not do that, you know. You don't want to accept that part of you and be like, yeah, I'm capable of doing this, you know, killing these people and having no, you know, remorse for it. So correct. Yeah, um, it kind of it kind of leads into um, another thing that uh, I thought was, you know, with that fight. So how it ended where um, so they they were able to uh, catch Admed into Arthur. So he, yeah. she she's trapped in him. Um. So I guess, does that mean she can't use her powers anymore? You know, there's a lot of questions in regards to that. Like, yeah, I, I want to say so. Like being trapped inside a human, like dampens your powers or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that was a little confusing. And then also leading into when Khonshu releases um, them and they end up back inside his like mind. Mm-hmm. And you really understand that exactly especially when harold was bleeding yeah obviously that was from the glass in his shoes i think right yeah but i didn't really understand why they um went back there before they woke up yeah i didn't know if they were saying that like because arthur you know was in the he was actually in the um mental Mm-hmm. institute at the end i thought maybe they could have been saying that the asylum scenes was all in Arthur's head and not interesting marks yeah. because otherwise I don't, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why they, like you said, I don't know why else they personally would go back there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, it's weird. Hero's kind of a weird part where it's not a hundred percent like explained and correct. yeah, whole, yeah. And but, who knows yeah, if we'll no. get that answered now. I don't think we will, but yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So then, so at the end of the fight, Mark says to Kanchu that he sounded like Ahmed because uh, Kanchu wanted Mark to kill Arthur. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of just, I, I don't know about you, but I thought it was bad writing because it's clear that Kanchu is not like Ahmed and Kanchu wanted to get rid of Arthur for what he has done already or chose to do. Does that make sense? Like they're clearly nothing uh, alike. Well, in, in that moment, I think they are a little like, because he's saying you have to kill her now, otherwise she'll do it again. So that's exactly what, you know, 
Ahmed is trying to do where it's like, we have to kill them now before they commit crimes. You know, they haven't done it yet, but you know, it's in their nature sort of a thing. Right. So that's where I kind of push back is that they already have done it. That that's true. Yeah. That, that that's my thing. Like so so the chances of them doing it again is pretty high. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, at this point, I think yeah, Mark just doesn't want anything to do with Kanshu. And yeah, this is correct rebellious phase. So yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh he just wanted Kanchu out of yeah. the head. So um anything else? Um no, yeah, I I just said, you know, you had the questions on how last week when we ended, like we got how Kanshu was released. We found out that Mark was dead, but he came back and then we got to see. Oh, also, Ahmet's like physical form was actually pretty cool. I like yeah, that. I did. I love that. Yeah. 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 I we got to see some of the other gods like when they were trying to bind her to Arthur, like sitting in the chairs and they actually look pretty cool. I wish we would have gotten a better look at those um instead also like um uh Kanshu, his avatar obviously like all the other ones look like they're still like living but he's he's just like bone is that i'm assuming that's because he chose to like stay around for all those years and he just like disintegrated or something that, that's what i think Probably. it was because he was banished too so maybe the mm. realm that they're in like there's like maybe some sort of like healing or whatever but he was banished oh, yeah, he and then yeah yeah he can't go back to it so he's banished and he never he he was in the world and that's funny if you say that because Ahmed said the same thing like the, the years haven't been kind to me yeah i mean you c- kind to you yeah 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 but yeah, otherwise, yeah, we didn't get much of like Arthur's past, unfortunately. But yeah, I did like that they gave us. I actually didn't mind that they didn't bring Jake into this season. Mm-hmm. I, I really am going to look forward to like the next season, getting into that more. Especially, I think we're going to have more like Conchu. And I was going to say before I saw the end credit scene that I was glad they didn't kill off Arthur because <laughs> they always do that. It's the and same issue. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same issue I have with like the last Black Panther. Now that Chadwick Boseman is gone, it's Mm -hmm. like it would have been great to get Michael B. Jordan to, you know, redeem himself if he was just in like jail in Wakanda, but they killed him off. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been a big like advocate for them bringing him back, at least from a different multiverse where he is Mm -hmm. T'Challa. Yeah. You know, and just have him like maybe that Wakanda is wiped out by a you know like galactus or something and you can yeah. just, he's looking for a place to live but anyway we're not we're not talking about that but <laughs> um no yeah. i was with you on the arthur thing you know again they just kind of kill off really you know solid villains and then the question is does that now mean amit is gone as well which which we both agree was kind of a yeah. cool cool looking you know being and and uh you know like a cool villain is she gone now too then it seems like it get into the end credit scene yeah let's just talk about it go ahead go ahead sounds good well yeah we show up we've got arthur in the hospital um and he's getting taken away by a guy which i actually thought it was um the rich guy that got killed in that episode Mm. i thought it was him coming to get it and then he pulls up 
like there's just dead bodies laying around the hospital. And then we pull up to a stretch white limousine and uh, yeah, throws him in there. And we've got um, Khonshu in the suit sitting across from him. And we find out that it's Jake uh, or Mark um, who, yeah, two taps to the chest for Arthur. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't know why they keep killing off good villains. Is it because of like the high price actors they get to play these villains is like, that might be part of it. Did you hear the news or see that like Keanu Reeves just like signed on to the MCU universe? Hmm. That's pretty cool. I wonder what it he'd is. be playing. I know some some are speculating maybe he'll be like Wolverine or Ghost Rider, or it'd be cool if he was the Doctor Doom, maybe. But I don't I, know. I, but I could... yeah, I I can't believe like yeah, it's got to be a lot. I mean, um, Oscar Isaac talked Ethan Hawke into doing this show specifically with him. I don't know. Think he would have done it if it wasn't for him. So. Yeah, maybe it was something as well as just like, yeah, you got me for like one season. I'll do this, but I don't want to keep doing it. So, well, let's not forget, though, there is a way potentially that he could come back. Right. Because Uh, always, always you got the multiverse, but we also saw Mark come back. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I with two bullets, by the way, that's two bullets in the chest. Obviously, he was he's still his scales are in balance, so he's going to be going through the you know, whatever Mark went through, through yeah. to get to the, the field of reads or whatever. So the Duat or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. He might be able to come back, but um, yeah, it's, we see now that Khonshu has been working with Jake this entire time. And even with um, Khonshu in the suit, I thought it was kind of funny because maybe he's just been this guy the entire time. And he's playing an act for both like Steven and Mark because he's just like, I'm working with Jake. You guys are the side characters. I just got to put up with sort of a thing. So, yeah, no, it could, that could be true. Yeah, it was kind of nice. I agree with you. I'm glad they they revealed the third yes. personality because yeah. it would have annoyed me to no ends. Like if they didn't do anything with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, because it's like you can't just like reveal this throughout and not have some sort of ending with it, you know, yeah. So the way they ended, I thought was pretty perfect. I thought it could have been Kang. That was the first thought I had. I'm like, oh, this is Kang. Because we had those Easter eggs. There was two of them. I'm like, I bet this is Kang or something like that. Mm. Or the other, or I thought it was one of his like cronies coming to break him out. That was the other thing I thought maybe Arthur was getting bro- broken out by yeah, one of his once, cronies. Once I saw it was Khonshu that was in the limo, I'm like, oh, he found a new avatar already. Mm. And I'm like, oh, we're going to see who the new moon knight is but yeah then yeah it, it ended up jake. being jake the entire time so yeah well but part of me thought too he might be trying to get arthur to be his avatar again yes but- i thought the same thing as well i'm like really we're gonna go back here but i'm like <laughs> how's that gonna work with ahmet so yeah <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty interesting. Anyway, yeah, so that happened. I'm glad they revealed we know what's going to happen in season two, but it still leads um, a little bit of a bittersweet taste in our mouth because of the killing of another good villain that the MCU seems to just continue to do. Yeah. But anyway, okay, anything else? No. What what was your overall like thoughts of this uh, season for like, you know, where does it stand for you with um, the other shows that have come out? 
Well, after talking to you, I have like less. Pro- There's still some problems pro- with it. Yeah, 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 with the finale, yeah. uh, especially but not the, as uh, bad as like WandaVision. Had no. You feeling. Yeah. See, okay. the one thing I did like is they answered a lot of the questions we had um, mm-hmm. and then they paced the a- a- episode very nicely. I felt yeah. like where I felt like WandaVision was really rushed. It did answer a lot of yeah. questions. So although I it wasn't like my fa- I still think Loki's finale is my favorite finale mm-hmm. in the Disney Plus. Um, yeah, it's oh, it's a very toss up for me with this okay. show. I really enjoy the show. I'm like, I'm like, ah, Loki was really good, but I really enjoyed this. And, you know, I, I enjoyed that they didn't compromise anything with this show, it seemed like. And the writing was very on point, especially with this last episode of only having, you know, 45 minutes. And they did a good job of wrapping it up. It didn't feel rushed, like you said, or anything like that. So I was just like, uh, I'm going to have to rewatch Loki and then like think like, oh, which one do I like better? But yeah, this is this is a really good show for original um, like character coming out. It, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I think if you know, obviously we'll we'll do I don't know if any of other the guys will watch it in time but we'll do the great the good the bad the ugly review of the series and we can give our official ratings and all that stuff yeah but for now i think tentatively i would say it's behind loki for me Mm -hmm. um i i think i liked it better than the other series i would say maybe like i had loki at like an uh 8.4 so i think i'd give it like a 7.7 okay I, I just think episode three was a little weak. That's when they yeah. first introduced the other, the avatars. And then this episode, I, I did really like it, but there was still a lot of things that I was like, well, wh- why not this? You know, the questions mm-hmm. I have as far as with the avatars and then those difference in suits. And yeah. although I like the scarab thing that we talked about and then yeah. like Conchu, and then we got our villain killed off again, which I hate. So, uh, yeah, so there's a couple like how does his heart balance yet? Jake's still in there, even though that might be the right answer is basically that he's Jake's only killing bad guys. So it wouldn't affect his heart. Maybe I don't know, but it was almost like his heart balanced because he him and him and Steven accepted each other. Yeah. Right. But you still have someone you haven't accepted yet inside your heart. It's he's still there. So that that's where I'm kind of confused about. But anyway, Hopefully in season two, we get a little bit more clarity on that. But overall, mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty good series. 7.7 yeah. 7 right now, probably yeah. 7.7, I'll say. What? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd probably give it like a solid 8. 8 mm-hmm. to like 8.5 for me, Nice, I'd say. Um, especially just like with Loki, we've had like a backstory with the character. Mm-hmm. So I... I like what they did with like developing this and it was like a cool way to do it where it, you know, it, it kind of kept, it kept us guessing week to week and they were able to throw things in there that we didn't even think they would do. So, um, yeah, it was a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Um, so let's go to the next part of our podcast then, uh, watch out for, uh, me and Brian for sure. We'll do the great, the good, the bad, and the ugly series review for moon Knight. That'll come out maybe later next week or, uh, well, I'll, I'll plan on later next week. Well, me and Brian, will get that together. Um, so let's now talk about Dr. Strange. Yeah. The multiverse, multiverse of madness, mom. Right. So that's coming out. You're going to go see it Friday. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about 
some of the stuff we we know is happening and then we're going to give our little bit of a wish list. So yeah. what what do you think so far of what we've seen of the trailers? What you what are you expecting from this movie? Uh, it's going to be hectic in all over the place. <laughs> I think they're going to be stuffing so much stuff into this. Um, it's going to be a movie that you're going to have to at least see twice. Definitely. Just because there's going to be a lot on screen happening and a lot of connections that you'll probably miss the first time, but it's going to be good. I'm just, I'm a little worried that they're going to try to cram too much into it. Yeah. So that's one of the, first things when i found out it was a two hour and six minute movie i was like that's oh wait what i didn't realize that yeah it's two hour and six minutes i think it said um, sure it's not three hours and six minutes no it's two hours <laughs> and six minutes i'm i'm pretty i'm 90 percent sure um so when you think about how uh no way home was two hours and 37 minutes I mean, that that concerns me because that means that, you know, they're introducing, we know for sure, American Chavez. Yep. They're introducing um, the Illuminati and all this other, you know, well, stuff. They're reintroducing Wanda into it. Right. It's, yeah. So it's that's a lot to put in a two hour and six minute movie. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how that's going to go i'm a little worried it's going to be fast and a little bit messy because there's going to be so much to to go through honestly i didn't realize that until you said it and yeah my first thing on here is you know um i'm hoping that it's coherent and it fits fit into what's going on because you know the premise of this seems to be like dr strange having these dreams and something's happening in it he's trying to figure that out but um yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see about that, but I'm with you. I'm just hoping that it's not overly, I hope it, I hope it does a good job. We'll, we'll wait and see. I mean, Marvel yeah. has been up and down in my opinion lately. So maybe this will be one of their ups. Um, let's see. Uh, obviously the Illuminati is going to be very interesting. The characters they introduce, we know that have, been in mcu properties or i should say marvel properties not just mcu but marvel properties before including what if and uh some fox movies right you know that professor x is in it which sort of makes sense because he's like the one person i feel like that can fight um scarlet witch you know uh yeah true but I, I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to get different versions of Wanda, but I don't think Wanda is going to be like the main bad for this. Oh, don't tell me that you're, you're <laughs> taking right off my wish list. I got, I got a wish list. Sorry. No, yeah, don't I, do that. I still me. feel like uh strange is going to be the main bad. Um, because even with the, in the teaser, you know, I, there was a line that, you mm. know, which, which version we'll see which version of strange you are or something. So, okay, I see which might be a spoiler with like what if series, you know, he he went too far and we'll see if, yeah, somehow strange is going too far in this. Yeah, she she had another line. I'm trying to think of what it was. I was trying to look it up here where she's like. 
when you use your powers, you're a hero. But when I use my powers, I'm a villain or something like that. Yeah, I, that's not fair. Yeah, she says, yeah. Yeah. That which, doesn't seem fair. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I tell people like, because some people got upset about that. Like, you know, a very minor group but like it realize that it is an unreliable narrator like she's the one saying it she's probably feeling like a victim a little bit so she feels like it's unfair where like when you think of when dr strange has used his powers to mess things up it's usually to help other people where wanda when she uh used her powers uh she was using it for sort of a selfish reason and enslaved a bunch of people well even even so with the um the accords she kind of was what brought those about with her using her powers and then killing those people Mm -hmm. Um, right so maybe i don't know maybe if she's referring to that i can see what she's saying because um you know she did technically like kill people but you know she was trying to do a good thing it's the same thing that strange has been doing unfortunately too but yeah, no, I get that. I think I think, though, this because I remember Feige came out and said that this is basically like between WandaVision, Spider-Man No Way Home and um, Multiverse of Madness. It's almost like a three part series is, is sort of how he describes, okay. especially yep. and, and I think he said this before the pandemic. So obviously a lot changed. So something could have changed. But so this yeah. is this is sort of connected to WandaVision. So I think she's talking about her enslavement of the town, which, okay. you know, I was thinking about this because, you know, a lot of people kind of give her a pass, right? Because she didn't know how to use her powers. Yeah. And it's true. She didn't. But once she learned that she was doing what she was doing, she didn't try to figure it out. And the fact she figured it out on her own and didn't have someone help her to figure it out showed me that she could have figured it out, but she chose not to. So it kind of makes her look worse than if somebody would have came and actually helped her use her powers. Yeah, mm, that's a good point. So I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited to see it tomorrow yeah. night. Can't come fast enough. And so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm yeah, really excited. did you have on your list? You're hoping that mutants get introduced as well. Or oh, we're going to go over our wish list. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Sounds we're going to do that. I just want, so anything okay. else about the credits or the Illuminati or the villains or, uh, no, you just put a real damper on me saying that this was two hours and six minutes. Uh, I know, man, but I got to oh. let you know now when you got <laughs> when you got mad if you got to the movie theater and then it's over. And you're like, really? It's done oh, now. Dude, <laughs> I, totally. <laughs> uh, I did see online, though, today that Sam Raimi did say there's like a three hour cut. His original cut was three hours. Really? I'm Yeah. Which I'm just surprising. I don't know why Marvel. I don't get it. It's it's not, how how long was Eternals? Uh, too long. Almost. It was almost three hours. It was. And you're telling me you can't give Doctor Strange almost three hours? Uh, I, I'm with Come you. On. I'm with you. I'm with you. And the other thing, really interesting, that I was going to talk to you about is I don't feel like Marvel fans, or or maybe it's just because it's who who Spider Man is. But like not so we bought tickets, um, I think last Tuesday or whatever. Right. Like for for the movie tonight. And um, it might have been before that. But anyway, point being is uh, 
when we bought them, there was a ton of seats still left. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, the ones that I, for the movie theater I was going to, they were pretty much sold out the opening day. Um, and the reason I'm going on Friday is because unless I went at like nine or 10 o'clock, those were still pretty open. But the earlier showings from like three to six or seven were pretty full. So, okay. Yeah. So the ones we're going to opening night, it, they, it was pretty wide open. We got really good seats. And oh, really? Like with, I don't know about you, but like with Spider-Man No Way Home, we had to go the night of the ticket release. We purchased our tickets and it was a good thing because like the next couple of days they sold out. Yeah, I know. So, so it yeah. must be like a character thing or, you know, we talked a little bit about the MCU. Maybe people are fatigued about it or whatever mm-hmm. uh, or have fatigue towards it or whatever. But I just feel like not. Yeah as much people are hyped about this movie as they were with no way home. I, yeah. Also, I feel like Spider-Man is kind of, um, it's more towards like a younger demographic. So Mm. I think that kind of helps them as well, as well as wasn't it like on during like Christmas break too, or something. So that might've helped as well for it. Um, Yeah. And I think more the younger demographic is you're going to get a lot more people to see Spider-Man than, um, yeah, this one. Well, also, you'll you'll probably even with with the nostalgia that will get some older fans, like the Toby Maguire yeah, fans yeah. and stuff like that. Um, the other thing that kind of th- made me think that maybe there's not as much um, uh, pop with this movie is uh, Kevin Feige came out and said that he was upset that they revealed as much in the trailers that they did. Yeah, and now now. I usually try to keep away from trailers, but this one I kind of was like, well, we're going to talk about it. So I'll watch the trailers. <laughs> and now this is irritating me even more because especially like the Illuminati thing, it's like, I know what it is now. I don't know exactly who all of the people in it is, but like that would have been cool just to see in the theaters, especially if it's only two hours long. I'm like, we got all the like major hit points in the trailer. I'm assuming like, uh, yeah. So so my theory is because either to, to release a trailer, I got to imagine Kevin Feige gets the last say in that or people ignored him. But if they ignored him, then there's a reason either one. There's a reason he either allowed it or a reason they ignored him. And it could be because maybe they aren't getting as much pop as they thought they would with this movie. That's just a theory I oh. have. Yeah, that's, you know, that's like, true. Yeah. Like they put cameos in there because they're like, oh, people aren't like as excited about this. So let's throw the word Illuminati in there. Let's show uh, um, uh, what Patrick Stewart is is in the movie and, and people are going to go want to see it. Uh, they didn't have to do that with Spider-Man so much. Right. Like, no, the- I mean, he got as many tickets, you know, with them CGIing out, you know, Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire and Andrew Garfield. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so just OK, let's get into our wish list then. Okay. Um, enough enough talk about what we're hoping. Let's let's get into what we're hoping for. Enough talk about the, the other stuff. Uh, what's your one of your your first wish that we get in this movie? Um, I had mentioned it before, but um, I want to be coherent and fitting into what is going on. So even what we've seen with Wong in the trailers, it seems like I don't know if it has something to do with Shun-Chi as well because like the place that they're at and protecting 
it almost looks like that kind of like realm or whatever where his family was from, especially with like the ox that's like standing up, you know, kind of thing. It reminded me of those like lions and creatures that were in that realm as well. So I wonder if if because also Shang-Chi left with Wong, I believe. So maybe he's helping. It'd be pretty cool if he can come into this as well. Um, But yeah, I want it to be coherent and we can get some sort of tie in to what we've had going on with it as well. I like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely the connecting parts, though, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's not make it too exhausting, you know, like where we have to think too hard about it. Not that we hate thinking, but let's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Connect the dots. Let's do that. Yeah, Um, exactly. I was thinking, um, I think I told you this last week. Did I tell you about the the like the five universe thing? I believe so. Remind me though. I okay. that's vaguely, yeah, familiar. So it's sort of a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. But they're supposed to be like so fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But at the end of the movie, it's a very, very loose rumor, but it's like supposed to have five universes open and they're like all connected, like the mm. multiverse at the end of the movie, basically. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we find out that the Eternals was one of those universes and it wasn't actually connected to the MCU until after the multiverse of madness and then all the plot holes that it created doesn't even count anymore. Oh, that would be amazing. Okay. But that wasn't one of my <laughs> wish lists, but I thought yeah. of that, you know, I was like, oh, that I would be okay with that. Then yeah. then I can kind of like like Eternals a little better. <laughs> um my first wish list, Ralph Boner. Please, please, please let that be Quicksilver. Okay. If if okay. you if you retcon it, <laughs> okay, and you and you tell me that the entire time it was Quicksilver that Ralph Boner was part of like who uh, Wanda, you know, because he she basically changed everyone's reality in that town. Mm-hmm. And he was just one of those people that they made an actor. Yeah. Um, I would love it because there's still there's still some questions in WandaVision. Like, for instance, why did the siren go off when he entered? You know, like when he shows up, it's like, well, the siren that shows that somebody enters a hex, you know, all that stuff. Please, please, please bring Wealth Boner in it to it and make him Peter Maximoff from the X-Men universe. That would be awesome. Mm. That's you, are you are you thinking that we'll see him in this? I think so. Okay. Interesting. I, I think that's what's gonna happen. I think we're gonna find out that she pulled him from the multiverse. Mm, okay. Which was my original theory when when we saw him. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder also if uh White Vision will show up. Mm. I would imagine that could be it. I think there's still going to be like, I know like those trailers kind of spoiled a lot, but I do think there'll be more cameos too. Yeah. Like more, more st- people that were like, Oh my God, I can't oh, believe yeah. he showed up. You 100%, know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who, what's your second uh, wish? Uh, my second wish is mutants. Hopefully they'll tie that in, but I'm very reluctant on that because it's only two hours long. Okay, so that was my second as well. Uh, You had opportunities to bring mutants into the MCU seamlessly with the Hex and with the Thanos snap and then the Tony snap, whatever, you know. Uh, So this is your opportunity. Bring mutants into the MCU, please. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, number one. What's your last one? 
Um, I, I'm actually kind of hoping that they will start to get away from the multiverse. Mm. And somehow this will be the tipping point with the multiverse. And they're going to try to figure out how to, you know, stop all of the meldings of like the universes and stuff like that. Just because, you know, at a certain point, we've got to get away. Because if if everything's just in, you know, infinite dimensions and, you know, there's always a different possibility of what's going to happen, then like nothing's ever set in stone. You know, we can change the future no matter what happens in this reality. So, yeah, that's why I wouldn't mind if they just narrowed it down to five, just mm-hmm. because then it, the A has rules. Right. Mm-hmm. Like then it, there's rules into those five. You, like you can't, you know, like other possibilities, like maybe all five universes, all their Tonys died. So we can't have Robert Downey Jr. Come back, even though I'd love to see him again. Yeah. You know, because he's such a good Iron Man, it just kind of uh, cheapens his sacrifice. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, the 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 only the other part of if there's five universes it, that could also lead into the council of Kings. Like there's five different Kings and the council of Kings and each King runs one of the five universes, uh, which would be kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know if you'll get that one is all I'm going to tell you. I uh, don't get your hopes up on that. I know. I know. Okay. I, I'm, I'm assuming it once we get to Ant-Man quantum realm or mm-hmm. something. Okay. Maybe then they'll start to, you know, dismantle the multiverse or something like that. But yeah, I'm just uh, at least too much open. I know I'm with you. I'm with you because it's like, hey, we made a really bad taskmaster. But guess what? We can go back in the multiverse and get the right taskmaster for you. So don't worry or sweat it. It's like, no, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just need a good one. Yeah. Okay. My last one. Uh is I hope Wanda ends up the next big villain in the MCU in the rest of the phase. That's what I really hope. Uh, She would be the perfect villain. We all sympathize with her plight. She would be, you know, like we've been talking about, like we want a Thanos type level threat. Well, Mm. here we have it. That's it. She signed on, I think for seven more movies, seven more properties or something like that. So, I'm just saying it would be really cool if she's the perfect villain. I mean, if she became the villain and that's who the Avengers and all these guys have to figure out how to take out because she would be a hard villain to take out. Yeah, I I don't know. I think she's going to be riding the line. I, I think she's going to step away from anything to do with the Avengers, but she's just going to ride the line of doing her own thing. And then as well as like, you know, be kind of half good, half bad. Mm. who knows she'll she'll probably team up with somebody who doesn't have like good ulterior motives but yeah i I don't know going full villain with her would be (laughs) heavy i I would love it though because that's partly what she did in you know i i guess the um uh, what's it called uh house of m right like she basically makes her own reality and she's kind of the villain that they have to figure out how to how to kill Mm. So, I mean, I'm just saying is it would be so cool to see her as the villain. I, I, I wonder, I don't know if Marvel's that brave, I think, because yeah. a lot of fans <laughs> love her and they'd have to. I, but I'm just like, that's why I she'd know. be a perfect villain is because we would be so conflicted of like, should we root for her? <laughs> you know, like yeah. what, you know, but anyway. OK, man, anything else with Doctor Strange? Uh, no, looking forward to it. And, you 
no, I'll get home early. <laughs> it's only two hours. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be home about <laughs> 10 o'clock, probably before yep. that. Um, for everybody listening, we will also be doing a great, good, bad, ugly review probably next Monday for Dr. Strange Multiverse of Madness. So look out for that. And um, yeah, I'm excited to do that one. I wish I could see it twice before we do it, but Mm. You got to get out. You got to get it out while the bread's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else, Brian? Uh, no, that should do it, man. This is fun. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for joining me on this uh, wonderful ride uh, of Moon Knight, too. So that, that was pretty awesome to have you every week on. So, yeah. For everybody else, uh, follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment. That's when I show I drop podcasts. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Nutty Buddy Entertainment. It's where I put clips of the podcast out if you'd like to see our faces and um, have a little bit more of a gauging conversation with uh, using our hands and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed and we'll talk to you guys soon.